Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about source energy. Well, everything is source energy. Everything is born out of source. Everything is connected to source. Nothing is not source. It's all source, including you. If you understand that, if you have that perspective, that's a very high perspective because you understand that you're connected to all that is through source. You are not separated from source. You're not an individual. You have that illusion, but it's not true. If you have a very limited perspective, you believe you are separate from anything and everything else is outside of you. Well, that brings up a lot of fear and the fear seems really real, really dense. So as we raise our perspective, we can understand more and more that we're connected to all that is, to everyone in our life, to everything that exists in physical and non-physical at the same time. The higher you get in this perspective, the less fear there is. And in this episode, Joshua talks a great deal about that, and the questions tend to be about that as they always do, so it's a very fascinating episode. I think you'll really enjoy this one. Before we start, you can visit the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. We have some free meditations there. We have a new meditation called Neutrality that you can buy for $2.99, and of course, the new audio book is available, A Perception of Reality, as well. Um, we're going to be starting a new series of Ascension Experience courses in about three weeks. If you'd like to learn more about that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send some information. Uh, also, please remember to like and subscribe, and if you subscribe, then as soon as we release the podcast, you'll get it first. Uh, if you can leave a review, that'd be awesome, and share it with your friends. You probably have a lot of friends that would be interested in this, and wouldn't it be great to have someone to talk to this about? So this is a community we're all building. In fact, we have a Facebook group called Friends of Joshua, and you can check out that and join that for free. We also have Facebook groups for the people in the Ascension Experience and the boot camp, and uh, some amazing friendships have been started there. Uh, we send out information about retreats and different specials that we have as well. So first thing you could do is go to the website and check out everything there, watch the documentary. And on uh, it, on YouTube, actually, we have a whole bunch of videos. So if you search my name or Joshua Teachings, you'll see those videos and they're really cool. Well, thanks again for being here and I hope you enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. So we'd like to talk to you about energy. What really is energy? Well, we'll have to say that everything in the physical, everything in the non-physical is the energy of source. And so source is behind all creation. It is the basis of all creation. It's the basis of you. It's the basis of the trees, of nature, of the planet, of the solar system, of the entire universe. Everything in reality and in the non-physical is an aspect of source. You are connected to source. You cannot be separated from source. Imagine that half of you is source and half of you is you. You can't really tell the difference between where you stop and where source starts or where source starts and where you stop. It's all combined into one thing. Well, you're experiencing something completely unique here in this realm of physical reality on the earth plane. You're experiencing this idea of separation, which of course is the illusion. You cannot be separated from source. You cannot be separated from your inner self. You cannot be separated from all that is. You are one with all that is. This is a idea that's very well understood and appreciated in the non-physical. It is the sense of oneness, the sense of connection, the sense of we're all in this together. In the physical realm, you have to intellectually at least understand this idea before you can even start to feel it. But if you can start to feel a connection with everything in your reality, then you start to get an understanding of how this reality actually works. It is the illusion of separation. 
It's the illusion of disconnection. It's the illusion that you're an individual. When in fact, you are fully connected, not only with every person you know, not only with every person or animal on the planet, but with everything, living or dead, you are connected to it all through the energy of source, the connection. There's a space between your house and your car. Your house is here, your car is there, and all that in-between space is the energy of source. There is no nothingness in physical reality. It is all energy. Whether you see it or not, whether you can identify it or not, whether you label it or not, it is the energy of source. It is all source. Therefore, if you are source, and your house is source, and your car is source, and nature is source, you are connected to it all. Now, you don't feel it because of the illusion. The illusion is there for a purpose. It's for a purpose of a unique journey of self-discovery. How can you, with the illusion, come to understand that you are a source, that you're connected to the source, that you're one with all that is? That is the journey of self-discovery. Understanding who you are as whatever name you have and however you try to identify yourself, this is an idea or a mental construct that is only partly true. It's partly true in that you are a unique consciousness. You are a consciousness that has never existed before, will never exist again, and having a perspective of physical reality that is completely unique. The reason it's unique is because you, by yourself, have a certain perspective that is added to the tapestry of all that is. Without your life, the way you're living it, and how you perceive yourself, and the perspectives that you carry along with you, without that unique perspective, well, all that is would be missing quite a bit. Your contribution to all that is, as this perception of individuality, is creating desires that could not be created before, is creating things, creating relationships, creating context. All this stuff that you are perceiving in your life is actually your creation. This is what you're creating. How you tend to look at any subject, how you tend to behave in any situation, how do you tend to perceive any event? Well, most humans within the illusion of separation tend to perceive themselves as victims. And therefore, all of their desires, all of their preferences, all of their ideals, all of their attachments to outcomes are based in removing the feeling of lack. That feeling of lack, well, it just does not exist anywhere else. If you're in the non-physical, if you know you're connected to all that is, if you are know you are one with source, you can't possibly have the feeling of lack. Therefore, the feeling of lack is generated based on this illusion. Could not have been done without it. And then all the desires based on that feeling of lack are created in this unique realm of physical reality. But some of you are coming to another perspective. Some of you are thinking of yourself in a new way. You're reaching higher perspectives. You are, at least intellectually, understanding that you're the creator of your reality. You don't exactly know how you create your reality. You don't see the whole background. You don't see the energy. You don't see the universal forces at work. You don't see how the environment of physical reality is a platform for growth and discovery. But you're coming to see yourself in a new way. This elevates you to a new perspective, whereby you may now create in love. You may now create whatever you're passionate about with any attachment to outcome, with any need to manifest anything you think you lack. If you're thinking of yourself in these terms from a higher perspective, you're realizing that you have everything you need within you at this present moment. If you don't have it, you don't need it. If you don't have it and you need it, it will come to you or it will 
come from within. You tend to believe that outside people may know better than you, or that you might make mistakes here and there, and you want to save yourself from those mistakes, that you could get it wrong, that you could fail, that you could make bad decisions and bad choices. This is not true. All the choices and decisions that you'll ever make are based on the perspective that you're holding. That's it. You cannot make a different choice. You cannot take a different action. The actions and choices are dictated by your perspective. If you perceive yourself as a victim, you're going to make choices and actions and decisions based on that perception of yourself. That's it. You do not have access to any other choices. That's what's happening here in physical reality based in this illusion. That's fine. In that, you get to think about things and look back and see how you could have done things differently if you had a different perspective. All of that is fine. As you raise your perspective, as you understand yourself as source, as the creator of your reality, as one with your entire reality, as one with everything else on earth, as one with every person you know, when you see yourself from that perspective, well, that allows you access to high vibrational thoughts, ideas, and actions that will lead you further along your journey of self-discovery to discover yourself as more true, as more aligned, as more connected. And when that happens, you get to an even higher perspective. It is an exponential curve towards a higher perspective. And at that perspective, you start not thinking about what you lack, but realizing that you have everything in the universe within you only to do this one thing, and that is go on your journey of self-discovery. This is where you're all headed. You're among the highest perspectives in the world. You are starting to create in love. You're starting to let go of your desires and preferences and ideals and attachments to outcomes. You're starting to think more about the connection that actually exists rather than the illusion of separation. When you start to do this, your creations, your desires will come quickly. If they're based in fear, well, you're not going to get what you want. If they're based in love, the unimaginable is going to happen in your life. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? I have a question. Ed. Um, okay, I got. I, I had a really cool dream last night that uh, ended up, I think, having to do with worthiness and lack and all of that. So I'm hanging out with Elon Musk down at Twitter headquarters, and I'm feeling like really belonging and there's no shyness or anything like that. We're just chatting about things. Oh, you're into cribbage and this and that. And then um, as the dream went on, it, it just felt really good. And then I had an inspiration in the dream to to ask him if he if he needs coaching or if his executive team or anybody needs coaching during this transition and everything. And and I immediately felt locked down like I couldn't speak and um and it felt I felt my energy went way low I've been having um a lot of dreams where I walk up to a cliff and I feel fear and I I know this has something to do with my my movement my forward movement here uh so I'd like to get your opinion Joshua what you're doing is what all of you are doing you are comparing yourself to those from your exterior or your removed perception of reality where you say, I am this individual. There are other individuals outside of me. The homeless man is not doing as well as I'm doing. Elon Musk, 
He is abundant and free and can do anything. But you can't understand how he feels. You can't understand where his perspective actually is. Now, granted, his perspective is high enough that in certain areas of his life, he can receive inspiration and act on the inspiration because he feels that he's worthy of that. He's not afraid of failure. He doesn't care about money. He cares more about the impact that he has, and he has pre-birth intentions that are quite strong, just as you do. But he doesn't know who he is compared to his inner self the way you do, the way all of you do. He doesn't understand the basis of the laws of the universe, as you do. He doesn't really realize what's actually going on here in this physical plane of existence, the illusion of separation. You have to understand that where all of you are now, whether you're on this call now or listening later today, your perspective is among the highest in the world. You could not be listening to this otherwise. You could not be here otherwise. It's not possible. But you tend to believe that someone outside of you who seems to be living this grand life somehow has something that you don't have. And so when you compare yourself to another person that you put on a pedestal, essentially, you're going to have to feel less worthy than that person. But you're not seeing the whole picture of it because you can't understand what they're thinking, why they're thinking, what they believe, what their mental construct is. It just seems from your perspective that they have enough answers and they, they embody worthiness. Well, that may be true in certain areas, sure. You may have a genius in music who is able to stream non-physical intelligence through him into a song. And because he is so high in worthiness in that one area, he considers himself a fantastic musician. He considers himself studied and practiced and well-versed in music. He allows it to come. Now, he will say that this is his song that he wrote. He won't understand that he's simply channeling that song. We're receiving it from the non-physical and interpreting it through his experience into physical reality. He's creating in love in that area because his perspective in that area is so high. Look at it the rest of his life. He may not be doing so well in finances or relationships or health or this or that. What we are coming to bring you all together on is this idea of perspective in the totality of your life experience. We want you to see yourselves as aspects of source because that's what you are. We want to have you see yourselves as connected to everything in your reality because your reality is you. The relationships you have with every single thing in your life, that relationship is how you see yourself within your reality. You are either seeing yourself from a limited perspective as a victim or from a very high perspective as the creator of this reality. This reality that you have that you're living in is your universe created by you for you for specifically a journey of self-discovery. The higher you have that perspective, everything else in your life will maintain that level, health, relationships, finances, worthiness, every single thing, you'll start to feel better when you see yourself in that perspective. Now, we often use the example of Elon Musk saying, from your perspective, he seems to be the most abundant and free person on the planet. Yet from our perspective, he is highly, highly, highly limited. Every single thing that he understands that is possible is based on a box that he's seen other people do before. Where you're going is the unimaginable. There are no boxes for where you're going. The experiences that you'll all be having, the things you'll all be doing, the relationships you'll all be creating have never been created before. All new. 
This is creation in love. It's not the same repetition of something that's been done before and maybe improved upon or innovated on. This is something entirely new. Yes, you would be a wonderful coach to him and his team if they were ready to accept these ideas, if they were ready to adjust their mental construct, if they were ready to understand that physical reality is not dense as you think it is, is not permanent as you think it is, is not physical as you think it is. It's physical and non-physical together. You can't quite see the non-physical yet, but you can start to think about the non-physical. How does the non-physical play into my everyday life? How is my connection to my inner self playing in my everyday life? How is the inspiration that's flowing to me and the fear that I'll have to push through past and the limiting beliefs that I hold on to, how is that playing in my everyday life? When you're thinking of those terms, you're thinking at a higher level than almost anyone on the planet. When you let go of what you believe you lack, because that's the illusion, and you simply act on the inspiration you're receiving, knowing that everything will come to you when you need it in every moment, and the moment is the only thing that's happening, well, you have tremendous creative powers because you are actually a receptive vehicle or conduit of brilliance and infinite intelligence flowing from the non-physical through you because you've become the path of least resistance. Yes, if they were ready, willing, and able to see themselves from an even higher perspective, then you would be an amazing coach for them and worthy of it, every bit of it. However, they're still playing around with the illusion. They're still feeling separated. They are still trying to dominate a physical reality in order to get what they think they lack. All of them are. When you are coming to a new approach to life where you say, I already have everything I need. I always will. I always have. I cannot make a mistake. I cannot fail. I cannot die. I'm eternal. This is simply for an experience. My relationship to my reality is the only thing that matters. And I'm going to relate to all of it at a high level of love, acceptance, creativity, appreciation, and gratitude for all of it, and feeling good as I do it. The emotion, the positive emotion of feeling good as you experiencing anything, while others may be judging it as a bad or wrong event, you see it as a manifestation event. You see that there is a way to understand a limiting belief in an event that other people wouldn't think is good. There's a way to look at everything from a higher perspective. There's a way to express love to every person you come across, every animal you come across, every piece of nature you come across, and every physical thing you come across. When you are expressing love into this energetic system of physical reality that is not separate from the non-physical, you just can't see the non-physical. The non-physical is here with you, next to you, all your guides, all your supporters, all your, all your inner self with you at all times surrounding you in love. When you start to express love yourself to your reality, it creates this energetic circle coming back to you, coming back to you. Now, if you are holding on to what you think you lack and waiting for that to manifest before you feel good, well, you are creating in fear. If you are simply expressing love and acceptance to everything in reality, you're creating in love. In creating love, what's happening is you're receiving information, receiving inspiration. You don't know where the inspiration is going to lead you, but we promise you it will always lead you to further self-development and growth, always lead to further self-discovery always lead to higher and higher and higher perspectives.
as you raise your perspective on yourself, on the world around you, on your reality as a whole, you access deeper information, more inspiration, clairvoyant abilities, all kinds of things that assist you on this journey of creating based in love. This is what the universe is ready for right now. This is what humanity is ready for. There's only a few of you who are in that range of that perspective who are now accessing these higher level thoughts and ideas and are having the ability to push past the fear to take the action. Your dream is simply reminding you that you are putting yourself in your own box in comparison to this fabrication of some other person that you tend to believe is more evolved or has a higher perspective than you do. This is not true. This is what your dream is showing you. When you perceive that, you shut down. You cut off access to all the inspiration that would be flowing to you anyway. Start seeing yourselves from this higher perspective and realizing everyone else is in fear. That's okay. They're exploring who they're not. They're not ready for this courageous exploration of who you truly are. You all are ready for that. Whether you get there in the next eight weeks or the next year, that's fine. doesn't matter. Whether you get there in the next lifetime, that's fine. You are moving along. You're at the leading edge of the leading edge of thought, thinking in a brand new way that aligns perfectly with who you truly are. The more you do that, the more you discover who you are. And that's why you had that dream. Okay. So in the, in the, in the dreams that I come up with fear at a cliff or in this situation where I was, I was afraid to speak, um, do I push past it lucidly in my dream or do, or do I do it in my everyday life? Everyday life. You don't have to do anything everyday in dream. Life. If you want to, you can. doesn't matter. The dream is more like a movie sh catching your brain up to your expansion. In mm -hmm. this first week of the boot camp, just by entering the boot camp, you've expanded greatly. So you'll expect to have dreams like this. Your previous definition of yourself is being altered while you sleep because you're mm -hmm. expanding to new levels of perspective. That's all that's happening here. The all, all that's ever happening in a dream. You don't even have to pay attention to it. You don't have to be conscious of it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't require your conscious participation whatsoever. It's just a behind the scenes way to correct the limitations of a brain as you move forward. In your daily life, of course, you want to perceive yourself from the highest perspective possible in every minute. You want to think about that ahead of time. You want to set your intentions. You want to understand that if there's a, a possibility or a chance to express your love in the moment during the day, that you'll be ready for it when it comes. If you notice that you can't, just like JoJo's question last time, you understand that you just weren't ready for it. You're just operating in the old approach to life of the victim. In the new approach to life of the creator, it's all happening for you. If you can set your intentions to see that it's all happening for you, you'll be prepared to receive clear information about what to do in every moment, clear guidance in every moment. You no longer have to control any of this because control is always mm -hmm. based in feel. Just let it flow. You cannot make a mistake. You cannot get it wrong. Just think about your perspective. That's all you'll ever have to do. Thank you, Joshua. Joshua, can I ask you something around this control? Yes. So uh, we still live in this reality. So, for example, uh, first of all, how do we know what we truly want for what we want and how we plan our life? For example, let's say I'm now in Italy and I got invited to Bali 
and uh, like I'm planning the dates and everything. And now another inspiration to to read astrology and teach tantra yoga come from Rome and another. So how do I, how do you plan like even when you plan your the retreat at, with Gary? How do you manage to have a plan if you're supposed to just follow one step after the other? Like you said it perfectly. You still live in physical reality. So depending on how much you live in physical reality will depend on how much you can plan, how much you can let go, because planning is simply based in fear. Planning is based in the fear that you won't get inspiration every moment. Planning is based in the fear that you're not guided with every step. Planning is based in a limited perspective compared to who you will be six months from now. So if you were to plan for six months from now, you're planning from a six-month-older limited perspective. Who you'll be in six months is a much more expanded version of that person. So why would you limit yourself to what a six-month previous version of yourself would be doing? It would make no sense whatsoever. To-do list, ridiculous. Goals, ridiculous. Motivation, crazy. Planning, based in fear. Living in the moment, acting on inspiration, being guided in every step of the way, letting what excites you, what's fun, what's interesting, having the confidence and faith that you'll always be given everything you need, friends, money, anything you need, if you're living in love. Now, if you're living in physical reality, what you're saying is, I'm still living in fear, perceiving myself as a victim who needs to plan for everything. Yes, that's how humans do it. That's how yeah, humans I mean have always done it. That's how humans have always done it. You are coming to a new level. All of you are coming to a new level. And you'll have to have the courage to do it a different way. Will you? It doesn't matter. You can go back into victimhood all you want. That's fine. You can spend as much time in this lifetime exploring the inauthentic, victimy part of you if you want. That's valuable and expansive in and of its own. But if you would like to live with how reality actually works, with the laws of the universe, you will say, I will let go of the plans. Sure. If I need to book a flight, that's inspired in this moment. That's not a plan. That's an action in the moment. I booked a flight. It's done. Nothing I can do about it. It's done. I booked a flight in this moment. But I'm saying, well, I'm going to go here and here and here. I'm going to see this person over here. I'm going to, I'm going to see this monument over here. I'm going to go take pictures of this over here. I'm going to look at this over here. You are limiting yourself to a box. That is fine. That's how humans do it. But it's not necessary for you. Now, of course, you're going to plan. Of course, you're going to make goals. Of course, you're going to think about the future. Of course, you can do all these things. All we're asking you is to think about how your inner self would do it if your inner self was living in your shoes. Your inner self would attract everything it needs, would understand there's nothing outside of this moment, that it doesn't matter if you plan, because if that's not supposed to happen, it's not going to happen anyway. There's no need for any of that. But of course, you're living in a reality that has the illusion of separation, the illusion of disconnection, the illusion that things can go wrong, the illusion that bad things can happen to you, the illusion that you have to be safe, the illusion that you have to protect yourself, the illusion that you're not taking care of it in every moment, the illusion that you're not the creator of your reality. This is how you get to play with this stuff. This question you're asking is brilliant because you're asking the question, what about planning? What about goal setting? What about to-do lists? What about all these things? How will I even make it in this life if I don't take care of a business every single moment and make sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing? Well, 
That's what this life is about, playing with that dynamic, that inner conflict, the part of you that says you have to be protected, you have to take care of yourself, and the other part says, no, the universe will take care of everything. I'm guided in every moment by my inner self. I'm completely loved and supported by my guides and supporters. It doesn't matter how you do it. It's how you think about it. What perspective will you choose? What perspective will you choose that aligns with your present belief system and how will you adjust that belief system so that you can choose an even higher perspective? If that's all you're thinking about it, you are ahead of the pack. You are way out in front. The rest of humanity is not doing that yet. They will. They will when they see what you do with your life. When they see you as an example of this aligned connection and faith that you have as the inner self living as a physical representation, and that you are doing things that they say, well, how is that even possible? How could she even do that? That's incredible. Did you hear about her when she did this? And she just went over here and she's living this life and she's going from Italy to Bali and, and having these experiences. It's amazing. It's amazing. You are already having experiences that most of the population of the planet would die green of envy over. And you're still thinking of planning. Well, good. No matter how high you get, no matter how high your perspective is, you'll always have this little feeling, this little doubt that says, I need to take care of business. I need to protect myself. I need to make sure that yeah. I'm not, not in a bad situation, that bad things don't happen to me. It's still going to be there. That doubt will still be there. It's your ability to listen to the doubt and then mm -hmm. do what you're inspired to do anyway. And if you can do that, you will notice that everything always lines up for you perfectly, including manifestation events that point out limiting beliefs. Okay, so for example, instead of like doing the planet, my question was around the fly actually, it's because of that, like I cannot just jump on a fly last minute, around the fly and the planning and talk with the yoga studio and everything. If I feel inspired now to do it, I can do it. If I don't feel inspired, it means when I get there, maybe by walking, somebody will offer me to teach yoga at the beach and it's like just, if I plan, I just reduce the opportunity to expand, correct? You reduce the opportunity for miracles, for delight, for surprises, for the unimaginable. If you plan, you're planning from a box. You're planning from perspective of fear. You're planning to make sure you cover your ass, that sort of thing. Imagine that you are thinking, okay, well, I'm going to go to Bali and I'm going to be there in the summer and so I guess I should probably get a plane flight because I want to have a few months ahead of time before it gets expensive. And so you go to the computer mm -hmm. and you start looking and nothing's lining up. It doesn't seem like the right time is leaving and the prices are too high mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. they only have one seat left and you better make a choice. And then something gets screwed up with your credit card and then it just doesn't work. Okay, there you go. It's not meant to be right now. That wasn't inspiration. That was an urge to change a condition or control a condition. Now, maybe you're meditating. And now in meditation, you get this wonderful idea, this exciting idea to go to Bali in this time. And then you get to your computer. And in two seconds, the whole thing's done. Super easy. It all lines up. That's the quicker way or the more fun way to understand if you're acting on an urge or if you're acting on inspiration. Excellent question. Who's next? I would like to Thank you. Isabel. Hi, Joshua. <laughs> so I wanted to ask a question of something that I 
don't I thought I understood, but that I don't understand. I really don't understand. And this is about power of influence. Well, we would like to start with the more you understand, the more you learn, the less you understand. That's the brilliance of this setup. Yep. Um, and this is a, I think is a great example. For example, um, uh, maybe a month and a half ago, I got this idea, this inspired idea to try to reach out a friend that she w- I knew she was sick. And um, so I reached out and someone told me that she was in the hospital. Um, so I really want to see it. Like I was surprised how much I wanted to see her. And I went to see her. Like I, that was like I got it, and and I got information. And and another friend wanted to go, and I said, "Well, I'm going today. I need to go today." It was so strong, and I was surprised. I didn't know. I thought like, "Well, she's very sick. She's probably going to die very soon." So maybe my inspired idea is to be able to go and say bye, right? So I went to the hospital, and I was so excited that I was going to be able to see her before she died, and she was close to die. So. Um, I was very excited. And when I saw her, I saw her like the most beautiful being ever. And I was just happy to be there with her. So what had happened, short story, is that she had chemo and all these medications. And she went into a psychotic episode. So she was living in a, in a nightmare, basically. So the nurses didn't know what to do. She was hanging to her bed, you know. So what happened is that I start talking to her and she start explaining where she was, like in her nightmare at that moment. And I said, oh, you're crazy. This is so lovely. And I started talking to her. And what happened is that she came back and the nurses and my friend and then her relatives, they were all excited about what I did. And I have no idea what I did. I, my words were no fancy words. There was nothing around. My only explanation is what you have explained in the past, the power of influence. But I have to say, she was not there. So I was surprised. She was totally psychotic. So I don't understand that mechanism. So if you can explain how really that works and how we influence other people, even though they're not consciously there or present. We'll go out on a limb here and say none of you are consciously here or present. Okay. You're all in an illusion of some sort. Mm. Some of you are living as complete victims in suicidal states, thinking the entire universe is out to get you. Mm. That would be a definition of a nightmare. But there's many, 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 many people living there. However, it's all expansive. It's all going to lead somewhere. It's all part of adding to all that is. It's all worthwhile. When you return to the non-physical, then you are thinking clearly. You understand how everything works. You're not in the illusion anymore. So if you're living on physical reality, you're basically in some sort of mental state that is not true. And so you can categorize them. You could say that person's insane or that person's having a psychotic episode or that person's lost their mind or that person has dementia, whatever you want to judge it off. Essentially, no one is seeing the truth in the reality. Those of you who are at a higher perspective are understanding the physical, the non-physical universal laws, who you truly are to a certain degree. Now, she has an inner self. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Doesn't matter whether she's in the illusion or not. She is Mm -hmm. guided by her inner self. Doesn't matter if she seems to be normal, her old self, she's still in an illusion. 
or she seems to be psychotic and not her normal self. She's just in an illusion. So if you were to go and meet her for coffee, you would be two people in an illusion thinking you agree on something, thinking you're having a good time, thinking this, thinking that. You are just choosing to perceive it as good. She's in a hospital. There's fear all around. There's the influence of her family, of the doctors, of everything, of eminent death, of all these things, medications, everything. She's just in another illusion. Her inner self contacts your inner self, rings your inner self on the phone and say, Isabel's inner self, hey, why don't you uh, get, get Isabel to go over there to the hospital and, and have a conversation? And so you get this inspiration. And so you go. Now, why did you go? You didn't go for her. You always, always go for you. Mm. What did you get out of this? Well, you got this question out of it. You got to think a bit, a little bit differently. You got to understand the influence. Maybe there was some influence there. Maybe there was some vibrational connection there. Maybe she heard your words and you didn't offer the fear that everyone was offering. Maybe she grabbed onto that, maybe with help of her guidance, supporters, and inner self and source itself and the entire universe. Maybe she was able to bring it back, or maybe she just shifted to a different illusion. Not so hard to do at all. Mm-hmm. People shift to different illusions all the time. Not so difficult to do. Did you actually bring her out? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What did you get out of that experience? The power of being calm, the power of being aligned, the power of not fearing death, the power of understanding this is just a experience. There's She's perfect as she is, no matter the condition. You were able to see the perfection. You held a vibration of the perfection. And maybe she pulled on a little, little rope there and pulled herself out. Even if she did, great. Even if she didn't, it doesn't matter. But what you have to understand is when you can see the perfection of someone else, you throw them a little lifeline. Your husband, your child, anyone in your life, when you can see it as perfect, you are operating at the highest level of love. That was expressing your love. Does that have influence? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. We would say it does. We would say you don't have to do anything other than be Isabel in that room, seeing the perfection, seeing the perfection of yourself, seeing the perfection of the conditions and seeing the perfection of your friend. When you can hold that high vibration, that high level, that high perspective, the high understanding, the high truth of all of it, miracles will happen. The unimaginable will happen. When you understand the perfection of it all, miracles will happen. And you know that that I felt, I felt, I felt the fear of people around me, but I was like, that's insane. I felt that. And I think like with all the Joshua work, you know, like all what we have done here, that we literally, I feel like everything is good. You know, there's nothing wrong going on. That's how I felt. And, and even late days later that I was able to talk to her, she remembers when she got out of the nightmare due to my words, but my words were nothing special or fancy. And I think it's just the calmness that I couldn't, I didn't want to see anything that's wrong. It was perfect at that moment. And I still think. So I thank you. That's that clarifies a lot of like that calmness, that that state of perspective of seeing everything 
perfect. It's just, I don't know, like a magnet, I think, in a certain way. Um, and no matter what you would actually said, the vibration of that state of being that you held yourself in was carried forth from you physically to her physically through the vibration of whatever words you chose. Hmm. Now, had you been in a fearful state, the words that you would have chose would have been resonant with that state of fear. Hmm. In a love-based state, the words that you chose are resonating with the truth of this reality, the truth of who you are, the truth of who they are. That resonation hits deeply, but you wouldn't even have to say anything. You could have just been peacefully in that room holding your hand. And the same thing would have happened because the energy is everywhere anyway. Wow. So also that kind of like remind us how we create our reality around it because it's the same process, I guess, right? Just think of this. You're creating out of alignment, acceptance, mm -hmm. love, or fear, control. Either mm -hmm. way, you're creating, but where's your basis of creation? Where's your point of perspective? Where is the point where you are touching on the creation? Now, creating out of fear and control, you are just tapped into the thoughts of fear, the urges of fear that have always existed. Maintaining alignment, acceptance, and love, maintaining that perspective in any moment, you are streaming source consciousness. You are streaming the energy of the universe. You are just fully pulling it through you from the non-physical to the physical. Yeah, and, and that's what we're doing, and that's what we yeah, we have been doing in the last years here in the boot camps and ascension is just basically change that perspective from being, you know, focused on the fear instead of the love, you know, all the thing. And and that what you're you're talking and then like the scene of me walking into that room and the people, that may now makes sense because there was so much fear, but I, I think I was walking with a smile on my face. That's how I feel. Uh, but I really felt the happiness, the the energy, or the whole situation there, and nothing was wrong, and and I still feel it. So thank you for that explanation. And it wasn't just you; you brought in a whole entourage of love with you into wow. that room, and it was too much for the fear to handle. So the fear had to go away. And that's why we felt so good, right? Even though, you know, she she died a few weeks later. Um, but still, for me, it's such a happy moment walking to that place and seeing everyone, like like people that I didn't know, but the nurses, the people sick. It's such a, um, it's so much love around even those moments that we perceive as bad ones, right? But it's not. And that's why you were there, because uh -huh. that experience was for you. Well, so I want to say thank you to you and Gary, because three years ago, I would have never thought to feel something like that, like the love that I felt in that moment. And I feel a lot of that in many places right now and most often. But um, I want to say thank you, because you guys brought these practices in order for us to be able to shift into seeing everything is from love base, you know, and we can express love. And it's such a beautiful and amazing feeling. Thank well, you. we appreciate your vibration, your sentiment there, but we thank you because without you and all of you and all of your questions, we would not exist in this reality. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Who's next?
Yeah. I have a question for you, Gary. Yes. So kind of going back on what you were saying before with um, balancing this out. So how do we balance our expansion with our responsibilities, our family responsibilities, our business responsibilities, things of that nature? Uh, again, we're trying to raise everything up and we see it from our perception and we create that reality. But there still seems like there's a balancing act with the other realities that we interact with. The great leveler of that balancing act is fear. What fear are you able to push past? What limiting beliefs are you able to process? How fast do you want to go? What do you want to actually create? How do you want to feel? So if you're saying to yourself, I'd like to expand, but I also like to pay the bills. Well, you're going to have a manifestation event there because there's a conflict in that statement. There's a limitation in your vibration. Now, you have set intentions prior to your birth. You have found your way here. You're on a trajectory of self-discovery. You are going to unlearn everything you've ever learned because everything you ever learned was based in fear. Every single thing you've ever learned in your entire life other than I am love is based in fear. Okay, great. Do you have to learn it in one lifetime? No. Do you have to learn it in a million lifetimes? You probably won't. There's no rush here. So you get to interact with your fun daily life and say, okay, well, I can let go of this control here. I can let that bill go another day. I can let that child scream and have a tantrum without saying anything. I can let loose on my judgment of myself just for this minute. And I can trust that what is truly for my benefit will be coming to me. Hey, maybe it comes in a manifestation event. Maybe it comes in a lottery winning. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm just open to the idea that every single thing is happening for me. Maybe I'll think less about this thing I think I lack and not worry about it so much. Maybe I'll appreciate the life I have more. Maybe I'll appreciate the people in my life more. Maybe I'll start to see them as these perfect reflections or mirrors of who I'm being. Maybe I'll work on who I'm being. Maybe I'll be more present in the moment. And maybe I'll start having much more fun than I ever had before. Maybe I'll play a game with this idea of expansion versus practicality. Maybe instead of making a 20-thing list on my to-do list, I just put five things and all of them are fun. Just for one day. Thursday, next week, all I'm going to do is fun stuff. I'm going to completely ignore everything else and just see what happens. What do you mean? You have to pay this bill then. You have to go and mow the lawn then. You have to go and take the kids to school then. Maybe I'm going to have one day just where I have fun. And if I have to take the school, maybe I'll take the kids with me and we'll have fun together. Get them out of school for a day. Maybe I don't worry about what people think for one day. This is the game that you're playing here. Now, it's all a game of perspective. So in every moment, you can tell, hmm, how do I feel? I feel a little anxious about this because I really think I should do this thing, but it uh, doesn't sound like much fun right now, so I'm not doing it. Okay, well, that, that anxious feeling, is that aligned with who I truly am? Is that aligned with this being of love that I am? No, it's uh, based in victimhood, based in fear. Okay, why do I have this belief that I need to be doing this thing I don't want to do? All right. Oh, yeah. Here in fifth grade, I had this teacher who said I was never going to get anywhere unless I did this, that, or the other thing. All right. Well, that's not true. Look where I am now. I have a wonderful life. I have a, this, all the things in my life. I'm living in a perfect time in the world. All of this stuff is going for me. So you can, as you will learn next week, as you go into the second week of the boot camp, 
you will learn how to process and discover these limiting beliefs through manifestation events. You'll have a form, a format, an idea how to do it. And guess what? A bunch of these manifestation events are going to come up next week. So next week's a great time to play around with this idea of expansion versus practicality. What you're going to learn in this bootcamp is every single thing you think you want is different than what you truly want. What you truly want was based on your pre-birth intentions of what you want to discover in this lifetime. To express love, to experience true freedom and abundance, and to expand in joy. That's all you want. That's going to lead you on your journey of self-discovery. Everything you think you want is based in lack. Hmm. And if you think of, I can just get these things, respect, money, prestige, all these things, love from others. If I can get this, I'll feel good. And we say, guess what happens? Feel good now. Forget about all that other stuff. And every single thing you truly want will come to you. Plus, everything you think you want will come as well. Everything you truly want will come. As a side effect, everything you think you want that will align with who you truly are will come as well. Well, you're truly free, truly abundant. Doesn't it make sense that you would have freedom and abundance in your life? And if you're not feeling free and abundant, guess whose fault that is? It's the fault of your current perspective. Your current perspective doesn't allow for any more freedom or abundance than you're experiencing. You cannot get more of anything with your current perspective. Does it help changing the conditions and controlling the conditions even better? No, it makes it less free and less abundant. Imagine you said, I have to have a million dollars to feel good. And so you say, okay, well, I'm going to work real hard in two jobs for 10 years, and I'm going to save up a million dollars. Well, you just sacrifice 10 years of effort and struggle. You get the million dollars and you go, not that big of a deal. Would have rather had the time back. Okay. So what is the experience of true freedom and abundance? Well, from a limited perspective, it's money, it's time, it's things like that. From a higher perspective, it's getting everything you need whenever you need it to do whatever you need to do. And that's freedom and abundance. Now you have that now. You just don't see it yet. So when you play along with this game of what should I have to do and what do I want to do and, and my expansion and all that, we say, think of one thing only. How do you feel? Now, if you're having fun, you're feeling good. So how can you have fun in the life that you're living? For some of you, it doesn't even seem possible. You're so responsible. You got so many responsibilities. It doesn't even seem possible that you could have fun in that life. But we promise you, start having a little fun and that will snowball. You'll build momentum of fun. And then you might even get to a point, high enough perspective, where literally every single thing you do is fun. Every single thing you do is fun. Can you get there yet? Can you even imagine it yet? That's unimaginable. But if you go along willingly within the flow of your journey of self-discovery, letting go of all these things that you think you need to hang on to, these belief systems you need to hang on to, letting all that go, letting all the control go, letting all the fear go, letting that go, you'll have so much fun, you can't imagine it. And in that flow state of fun, you'll be given all the inspiration that will take care of every little practical tiny minutiae in your life. It'll all be taken care of. You're dealing with the power of the universe here. 
You don't understand that, but that's what you are. The power of the universe is flowing through you. You're either limiting that power or allowing that power. You limit it by not believing it's there, by believing that you, Ron, has to do everything. But when you let go of that, then other people show up. Other things show up. Stuff just floats away. Stuff just takes care of itself. Maybe that's not your reality right now. But if you can let a little of it come in here and there by giving up a little bit of control, you'll start to get some confidence and have some faith. And that's how you deal with the physicalness of this physical reality. You pretend it's not that physical after all. Excellent. Thank you. That is very helpful. Thank you. Sylvia. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I was going to ask a different question, but I have a fun question. There were two events happening to me very in quick succession, and I think they were very similar in flavor. And I wanted to know whether I, I uh, sort of analyzed them correctly, whether there's more to it. I was in a very good mood at home. The doorbell rings. I open it. I'm really limber, open. I'm really in a good space. And there's a nice young woman up front, um, and she's canvassing for something. And she was canvassing for something that I was actually interested in for stray animals elsewhere. And she was talking about what she was doing. And she was obviously thrilled that I was standing there and not chewing her away. <laughs> and so we developed this conversation and everything was fine. And I asked a few questions and she supplied the answers and I was ready to make a contribution, but she couldn't take cash. So she said to me, um, uh, you can pay by um, bank account. And I'm not familiar how this works in Switzerland yet, but um, so she said to me, um, I will I wait here while you go and get your IBAN number. And that was a thing I just totally, I felt, I felt it quite consciously. It put the hair up the, how you say, you know, <laughs> like my, I completely went into negative. No, I'm not going to do that. And the whole thing shifted from one moment to the next. And what you said before about, you know, you really can't make it, you cannot make come, come to a different decision or action than what you're actually in the vibration that you have. I, I knew I, I could feel all of this emotion going on and I was incapable of doing something else other than saying, no, I'm not gonna do this, you know? But I, I knew something was off. So that was the one thing I took, she gave me a slip. I said, okay, then I'll give you a slip and you, you know, you do it at, at your own time. Well, we would like to stop you and because this example is wonderful. You have this impression that if you're in a good mood and having fun, that that <laughs> mood shouldn't change or that it shouldn't turn negative or that you shouldn't get another idea what you're going through. So we'll go through how you felt. You are happy that she's there. You're having a nice conversation. It's about something you're interested in and time for you to donate and they can't do the donation the way you want to do it. And they suggest something else. The something else they suggest is something that you're not willing to do. Now, you may not be willing to do it from a physical perspective, thinking it's wrong or bad, or it might not be in your best interest to do it. From And from a non-physical perspective, you're getting inspiration or getting guidance that this is not something that you want to do. If you were completely aligned with the system, with your inner self, with your guidance supporters, you would open the door, you'd have the wonderful conversation, she would say, would you make a donation? He said, of course I would. I have some cash. She says, we don't accept cash. I'm sorry, then that's all I can give you right now. You would not adjust your vibrational state. You would maintain alignment. But because you 
thought, oh, there might be something weird about this, or I may be disappointing her because I don't want to give away this information that she's asking for, but I'm not familiar with it. She's going to judge me on it. Whatever it is, you sunk into a lower emotional state. That doesn't matter. That's fine. Just the understanding here is that you are guided in every step of the way. If you were meant in this case to be able to donate money, she would have accepted the cash or credit card or something simple, you see? But because this interaction was more for you about Mm -hmm. maintaining the state of alignment and maintaining also your self-sovereignty, your position, your position is, this is what I have. You could have it or not. I'm not going to need to bend over backwards to do something else. This is what I have to offer. If you can't accept it, you can't accept it. I'm sorry about that, but goodbye. You see? Right. Okay. But but in this case, you got to have this experience of judgment about her, yourself, the situation, what she needed. Was it safe? Was it not safe? All this stuff. So in that, you can find a limiting belief. The limiting belief says, oh, you have to trust people or not trust people or whatever it is, you will get that from your inner self. So next week, when you go into the second week of the boot camp, you will have manifestation event forms and you'll have a process by which any single time you notice a change in your vibration in the moment, you will realize, oh, I dipped down into a lower emotional state of being based in some fear. What was the fear? Was this a scam? Was she just going to take my whole bank account? Can I even trust anyone? Am I not familiar with how the things work in Switzerland? All these things. Well, your inner self, as you get good at this process, will actually write the limiting belief for you. You don't have to think about it. Just whatever comes to your mind, one limiting belief. And then you'll have a whole process of how to find ways to prove that that limiting belief is false. Now, in this case, what you can do here is understand that you do not need to be any different than you are. There there needs to be no judgment on your side about yourself and how you act. Everything is conditioned on your perspective. Do you have that much control of your perspective? Not at this stage. Now, had you said when that doorbell rang, oh, something interesting is going to happen here. How is this interaction for me? You've just raised your perspective. Now you open the door, you have the conversation, you are accessing even higher vibrational thoughts and ideas and actions. That girl might have said something completely different. Wow. And you would have reacted in a, or acted in a different way because you access a higher vibration. This boot camp is increasing your perspective. As you get more familiar with the techniques, with the practice, you'll be able to increase your own perspective prior to any event. This is what's awaiting all of you, whether you're in the bootcamp now or the Ascension Experience or listening on a later date, all of you are increasing your perspective. As you are more aware of who you truly are, why you're here and what's actually happening, you can stay in the moment and before any event or during any event, You can stop, take a step back, ask, why am I going into this event? Why is this for me? And then raise your perspective a little more. 
This will allow you to access even higher level thoughts. That's where you're all going. We couldn't be more pleased with this progress already simply in week one. This group that is assembled is unlike any group that's ever come before. There is a lot of energy and power and consciousness in this group. There are higher perspectives than we've ever seen before in a group. The next seven weeks should prove to be very entertaining and we can't wait to see you again. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. All right. I hope you had a lot of fun with that episode. There's some great stuff in there. Each time you listen to one of these uh, Joshua live recordings, there's a something that happens. It raises your perspective and your perspective is simply uh, is translated to your vibration and that is communicated to the universe and you have a different experience as you raise that perspective. So this, all we're doing here is raising our perspective each time we listen to a podcast or do a course or get together at a retreat, that sort of thing. I've been doing this now for nine years since I first started channeling Joshua almost exactly nine years ago. It was middle of November in 2013 when I started uh, typing out the first book, channeling the first book. Um, before that I had spent maybe six months meditating and I was using the, uh, Abraham meditations that are guided. I only do guided meditations. And right now I, I use the uh, Joshua ones. If you'd like uh, free meditations, they're at the website, uh, they're on YouTube and stuff too, but I think it's probably easier just to go to the website and download those for free there. There's also the new meditation, which is neutrality. This is really the highest perspective. This is the one I listen to often, uh, Tracy recorded that one. It sounds fantastic. Uh, they're all 15 minutes long, so it's not hard to do. All you got to do is close your eyes and listen to them. That's it. That's what meditating is. Uh, if you want to think about the thoughts, that's one thing, but that's not necessary. And as you get used to it, you'll start to go with the rhythm of it, and it'll start to bring in new thoughts and new ideas, and it helps change your perspective because they're they're guided, they have affirmations, they're really wonderful. Uh, if you want to reach me for anything, uh, you can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions that you have or direct you to certain things. And we'll be starting some new Ascension Experience courses in about three weeks. Uh, if you want to learn about those, send me an email as well. Thanks again for being here and all you do to support this channel. Your comments are awesome. Your reviews are awesome. Uh, it's just great to see so many new subscribers coming on. So that's fantastic. And thanks again for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.